Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday. Well, actually, today is Monday, September 20th, 2021, and this is day 1290 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you. Thank you so, so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see this brand new day that you created just for us. Help us, Father, to never forget all that you've done for us and all that you are continuing to do for us. Help us to look past the problems and to see you and know that you will have everything under control, that you will take care of all that, that we don't have to worry about it, that we not be weary and well-doing for in due season, we will reap if we do not faint. Help us, Lord, to be strong and courageous and to go forth and do everything you've equipped us to do. I ask that you will comfort the brokenhearted, heal the sick, and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is don't be discouraged by hate. Mm-hmm. There will be haters out there. You have them. You may not see them yet, but they're there. <laughs> if you know Jesus, oh, you've got an absolute hater right off the bat, and that is Satan. And Satan works through people to try to get us discouraged and keep us from fulfilling our purpose for God, to keep us idle and stagnant and off focus. So let's focus in here now on what John the Baptist did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They called him John the Baptist because um, he baptized people uh, after they repented. They got baptized. And also, he was Jesus's cousin. Uh, and he was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit while in his mother's womb when uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was pregnant. And she encountered her cousin Elizabeth, who was counted, uh, who was, I'm sorry, who was uh, expecting John the Baptist. And when they encountered each other, uh, the baby uh, John leaped in his mother's womb because when you encounter Jesus, no matter if he has been manifested yet as that baby or still in the womb as the baby, there is power. And when they encountered that power, oh my goodness. He was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit for such a time as this. Now he's grown. And let's see what happens here in Luke chapter 3, starting in verse 1. It says, In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod Tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, uh, Tetrarch of Ituria, and Traconius and Lysanias, Tetrarch of Abilene. And and so this was a family of Tetrarchs. Uh, They were a family of, uh, uh, they were uh, the kings and they were uh, leaders over different countries and they were extremely ruthless and could care less about the people. It was all about them and they did whatever they wanted. They overtaxed the people. They did all kinds of evil things and they murdered people. Uh, one of those kings was the one that wanted, had all the, the boy babies murdered uh, before 
trying to find Jesus um, and when Jesus well was younger. And uh, so he had all babies two and under murdered uh, just to get rid of Jesus. All right. So it says the high priesthood of Ananias had and Cyphus, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. He went into the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism. So the Jordan River, uh, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. It is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. So this was already spoken of by Isaiah in the book of Isaiah by the prophet Isaiah. Verse 7, John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, he said, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I guess you can see that John did not mince his words. He was so bold. He called them, you brood of vipers, like you snakes, uh, <laughs> get it together. Uh, and if you, you claim you are right with God, but you're not producing good fruit, and that's what you need to do. And, and you're not getting by by saying, uh, I'm a child of Abraham. Verse 10, what should we do then? The crowd asked. John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Oh, they were ruthless too. Stealing from the poor uh, to pad their own pockets. Uh, it says, teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Isn't that simple, right? Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. So they were all waiting on the Messiah. And, uh, and, and back in those times, every woman uh, was, was hoping that they could be the one to carry the Messiah. But Mary was the chosen one. Verse 16, John answered them all. I baptize with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit is what the fire represents. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable 
fire. So the winnowing fork is something that the farmers would use uh, to separate uh, the wheat from the shaft or the kernels uh, would be separated from the blades uh, and then uh, and then the 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 uh, let me go back over the winnowing fork to clear the th so the threshing floor is where this work would take place uh, where they would uh, I can just visualize it with this fork and just separating everything and in that on that threshing floor uh, the wind would take the shafe and blow it away you know it was light it was nothing it was the it was actually the part that you don't want and that's what he was saying about them the shafe that part that is no good would be burned up in an unquenchable fire and that is the fire uh, in hell that God created for Satan. He didn't create it for us. Uh, and Satan and all of his followers will be thrown into uh, hell at the end of the, in the last days, at the, uh, at the end. And uh, there will be peace forever. No more Satan. He and his angels will be locked up. And anyone who follows Satan, and that's anyone that does not accept Jesus Christ as their savior, uh, will also be thrown into the lake of fire. Verse 18, and that's in the book of Revelation, uh, around uh, maybe around chapter 20, if you ever want to look into that. 18 says, and with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod, the Tetrarch, because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He had, he locked John up in prison. Now Luke is telling this story and the next verses go down to uh, John baptizing Jesus. So Luke is literally uh, speaking ahead what had happened before time. So it's not necessarily in chronological order here. So he's letting people know on down the road, John gets thrown in prison and then he also, in Matthew chapter 14, verses 1 through 12, it tells the story of John being beheaded because Herodias, his wife, which was his brother's wife, wanted to have him beheaded because she didn't like him telling them, you're living uh, in an adulterous situation here. And see, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be speaking the truth of God and people are not going to like it. They're going to hate you for it because they may feel condemned or convicted and don't want to humble themselves and get themselves right with Christ. So they'll get mad at you, the one who God has given the word to. That's why I said, don't be discouraged by hate. All right. Uh, point number one, John's baptism with water symbolized the washing away of sins. Jesus' baptism with fire includes the power needed to do God's will. The baptism with the Holy Spirit was fulfilled at Pentecost. Uh, this is when Jesus told his disciples before Jesus went to be with his father. Uh, he said, you will be filled with power from on high. Wait there uh, in the upper room until that happens. Then they went out to do their ministry after they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Uh, and so that emphasis, em, emphasizing the power uh, 
uh, with them to proclaim Jesus' resurrection in many languages. So they spoke in different tongues. And so that is also evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit is bringing God's judgment on those who choose uh, to not repent. All right. So those that choose not to repent will receive the judgment of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So it is very important, just as in those days, John is preaching that people will be saved. Many people are doing that. This is what God has given me. This is why I share his word on the podcast every single day and hoping and praying that souls will be saved. Point number two, the Holy Spirit was on John the Baptist from the time, as I said before, he was in his mother's womb. He preached and taught with boldness, no matter who it was, even the king whose wife would request to have John's head on a platter. John's, uh, John's with the Lord now, and we too must fill our purpose with courage until we go to be with the Lord. Don't be afraid. Just like uh, God told Joshua, be strong and very courageous for I am with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And he will be with us. Those are the words he gives us and how God prepares the way for us. Just as God was preparing the way for Jesus through John the Baptist. So John basically introduced Jesus to the world. And the same thing goes for you. The Holy Spirit has been preparing you and has introduced you now to the world to go forth and fulfill the purpose that God has given you. Don't back off. Don't be afraid. Don't worry about what people are going to think or say. I'll never forget my mother sharing the story with me about when her and my dad, uh, my stepdad first started uh, their ministry together. It was it was their introduction is what I see it as now to the world. So th this started in their church they were going to, and it was in their Sunday school class. So they were teaching the word of God so powerfully, it was even better than what the pastor was doing. And a lot of the people got jealous and angry about it because their class was always full. And the church had a lot of a lot of wickedness, wicked things going on. As a matter of fact, that pastor ended up being set down later, uh, some months or years later. It, it, it was in the news. It was really ugly. Uh, but they were preaching the word boldly. And uh, my mother was too, her and my dad together. And uh, and their Sunday school class, as I said before, was the fullest of all of them. People wanted to be in their class. And one day, uh, one of the ladies, uh, or a group of them, but one in particular, who was jealous of my mother because it was really crazy, but um, because my dad had been going to the church before my mother, uh, and he married my mom, who was an outsider from the church, and many of the women there wanted him as their husband. And uh, he was a deacon at the time, and he didn't want any of those women there. And when God showed him my mom, who knew nothing much about the Lord at that time. And he taught her uh, they would have Bible study together on a regular basis, like every day. And he taught my mom the word of God. And uh, yeah, so anyway, the, the people didn't like her, uh, the women especially. And one day they were having a gathering and one 
the head lady's house that didn't like her. And they invited my mother and my mother was really amazed because she knew they didn't like her. And she thought, oh my goodness, they're including me in basically. Uh, and I'm just kind of, you know, paraphrasing. And so anyway, she later heard before the event that the woman that whose house she was going to was really going to make a mockery of her and use her to serve them and do the dishes and be like their maid. I mean, really, y'all, this is people that were in their 50s, y'all, and 60s. These are older people. Uh, so don't be surprised. They come in all ages, all all shapes. <laughs> all, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just whoever is willing to do the will of Satan. And so anyway, my mother told my dad, she was really upset and in tears. And he said, no, you go, you go. Anyway, you take your apron and you be ready to do whatever. And, and that was really powerful. But that again was God preparing her for the ministry he had for her down the road. See, a lot of times it's not going to feel good. What it is that God would have us to do is going to go against our feelings. One of the things we have to understand is not about feelings when it comes to obeying God. It's about obedience, no matter what it feels like. So she went and they did do what exactly what the other woman secretly told my mother. She, they, oh, go do this. Uh, Lois, get this or get that and put that away or wash these dishes, get this done. And, and my mother did it. And at the end, everyone had left. And the only one left was the woman who came up with this plot. And she began to cry and break down and tell my mother what she had plotted and what she had done. And she was very sorry for it. See, that was a powerful moment. And sometimes we might think that's what you get, right? I know. Okay, I know. I'm guilty. I would have thought that uh, before I came to know the Lord <laughs> to the extent that I do. But she, uh, my mother, uh, did not say that. She uh, embraced her. And, uh, you know, that woman's life was changed. And that's what happens. God will make your enemy your footstool. You know, he will make them to bless you. And this woman now was able to go forth a changed woman in Christ. Look at how God will do that. And then not too long after that happened, some I don't know how many years or months it was, but my parents moved on. And God said, okay, now it's time to start the church. And they started in their home for seven years in their home. Uh, and then later uh, had built up enough finances to buy an old dilapidated building that we're in now that they worked on and fixed up. But that's what God will do. And many, many people have come through those doors who are those that are people that don't want to have anything to do with. Uh, typically, some people will put turn their noses up at them because they don't smell good or they didn't look good. And God gave us the ministry to embrace just and to love on, on all people. And that is exactly what we did. And many souls got saved and are still being saved at that corner church on 21st and Prospect. And that's how it all got started. Don't despise small beginnings. Don't let the haters get you off track. God has called you to do a great thing for him and stay focused and begin doing it no matter what anybody says, no matter what the looks are, no matter what people think. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.